This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the All-Star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. Welcome to another edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We have a pitcher, a hitter, and a pitching coach for you. Cole Irvin has surprised us all. He's given the A's some really good innings. Elvis Andrus, the shortstop, has stopped by. And we'll talk to truly one of our favorites, Scott Emerson, the pitching coach for your Oakland Athletics. But let's start with the lefty, Cole Irvin. Cole, it's great to have you back on the program. Uh, how have you been? I've been I've been great. Uh, the go karting session uh, that we last had was was great. Had a great time uh, with my future brother-in-law. And then, uh, yeah, right now I got donuts in my car, so I feel like every time we're on the show, there's there's always something going on, or I'm doing. Yeah, you, you 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 always have something special going on when we have you. So is it like the full thing of donuts, or is it just one type of donuts? What kind of donuts did you pick up for the guys? It's it's three dozen assorted donuts for for the for the guys or for the day game. I'm a sprinkles guy. Do you got any with sprinkles okay. in there? Oh yeah, we got pink sprinkles. We got chocolate sprinkles. We got what, what kind of sprinkles you need? We got it. <laughs> well, you just, just talk about the ride you're on right now. It's just phenomenal, especially your last start. You were you were just fabulous. What's it like for you right now? Um, you know, I, I feel like everything's on on all cylinders, and and I'm uh, and I'm just trying to maintain that 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 mentality of 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 having something to prove, and uh, and I still feel like it's theirs still weighing on me that I got something to prove and um you know and 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 in wave terms um I feel like I feel like I've been on this wave down over at Maverick so um and it's just it's 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 a big one and it's still going and I'm trying to trying to stay on it for as long as possible because this is this has just been an awesome awesome ride so far um teammates have been great They've, they've helped me a lot really just to enjoy enjoy the moments and and uh, really talk pitching in between whether that be outings uh, you know when each other's on the mound or or even just uh, even in between innings of what we're seeing uh, I know Bass is not afraid to tell you what he sees and it's been it's been great. You know, it was Sean Manaya, I, I believe, after his start against the Houston Astros when you guys were in Houston, where after the game he talked about, I'm going out and pitching with conviction. And it's made me think a lot about that. And I think about your last start. 
you pitched with total conviction. I mean, it was fastball. It was changeup. It was challenging guys. It was going after hitters. It's pounding the strike zone. So talk about that. Talk about how you are pitching with total conviction right now. You're out there to win. Absolutely. I mean, I'm the, I'm I'm out there to get the guys back in the dugout. That's that's my job. Um, and you know, the biggest thing for me right now is being able to pitch inside with um, with conviction, and I'm I'm having a really good time just throwing to my glove side, and and it's been uh, just one of those. One of those deals where I'm, I'm trying to just maintain that consistency and, and something that I've always had in my career and, and lost a little bit over the past two seasons and and uh, you know just all the off season work everything that I've been doing doing thus far has has really obviously helped but uh, throwing the glove side has been the biggest biggest thing for me um, when you talk about conviction and and my execution is that's been the the absolute game changer for for the way I've been throwing the ball. You know, I like to say all the time on the show that there's certain organizations that are known for certain things, and the A's are known for pitching. This is a pitching organization. Uh, Scott Emerson, I think, is brilliant. You know, what he does with you guys mechanically, but what he also does with you guys mentally. Just talk about how just coming to Oakland has helped your game. I mean, really, the the whole coming to Oakland has been – has experience has – been amazing um to to say it at the very minimum um but to kind of grow build into that is i've been able to be myself i had to kind of prove to the team that that i came in to earn a job and whether that be out of the bullpen or or as a starter and and then a starting role opened up and and you know uh, there hasn't been too much uh there's been a lot of talking about pitching and, and and ways to go about hitters and uh, not necessarily about mechanics or or why uh, I'm, I might not be throwing this hard or, or that hard or why this pitch isn't moving, you know, at X axis or Y axis. It's hey man, we know that you can execute pitches and and we want you to continue to do so and we want you to continue what you're doing right now and and whatever we can do to facilitate that to make you better. Um, right now is has been the conversations and and uh it's been it's been a really awesome experience just the transition to a new team you never know how that's going to go um and you always expect the best but um you know sometimes uh i've heard i've heard other stories and so for me i've just been blessed with such a great coaching staff um you know good teammates and and everyone's wanting uh, each other to grow and, and build off one another and each other starts. So it's, it's been a lot of fun. I mean, bass through great last night. So, um, and, and it's just been, it's just been a, it's been a cool thing just to be a part of because everyone cares about one another and that's, that's, that's unique. Yeah. That's something we've always talked about around here is just how special the chemistry is in the clubhouse with the A's and, mm-hmm. Oakland for many years has been the land of opportunity where you're going to get an opportunity. There's so many guys are going to get an opportunity. So many guys are going to get an opportunity who may not get an opportunity somewhere else. And and I think about Scott Emerson, you know, what's your relationship like and what's it been like with the the pitching coach? Yeah. Emo and I got a great relationship. We, we, um, you know, we, 
both in North Carolina. Um, unfortunately, didn't get to meet when I got, first got traded. I, I tried throwing a bullpen session in front of them um, before we got to camp just so we can meet and have lunch afterwards. And um, so it ended up not being able to do that. But come to find out, his his brother is uh, is now works at the golf course that I regularly play at in where I live back home so i think we're going to see each other a lot more in the off season so all those conversations uh that relationship just just has been great it's it's flourishing it's it's growing um but more so it's it's the conversations in between outings it's the conversations in my sessions bullpen sessions um leading up to the game or, or in between outings and it's about you know what what i can do a little bit more of or, or what i what i am not doing in the bullpen that I'm doing in the game. And, and so it's just trying to keep, treat everything like the game and, and keep it um, consistent with how I've been pitching. And like today, for instance, I got a bullpen and it's going to be a, um, you know, I'm going to focus a little bit more on my slider and curveball because I haven't thrown those nearly as much as I did early in the season. Um, so it's, it's more so trying to keep it, you know, have conversations with him. Like, Hey, what do you think we need to be working on right now? Cause it's, um, you want to continue to grow as a player for sure. Well, and I know everybody loves playing for Bob Melvin, and he was asked the other night after your start about your position in the starting rotation, and he said he's not a seat warmer. He's in the rotation. And he basically said you've been the best starter uh, so far this season for the A's. What does that mean to you? It means I got more work ahead of me, and uh, it means <laughs> – you know, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be cliche when I say that, but it, it does. Um, you know, there's there's no easy teams in the major leagues. And so, you know, every time out, I got to bring my best stuff. And if I don't have it, I got to learn how to battle. And and uh, for, for a team like we mentioned, like you mentioned earlier, of, of giving opportunities, you know, I, I've earned my opportunity and I'm not trying to lose it. And so um, I, I want to continue to pitch well and, and continue to, you know, prove to the – to the front office and, and uh, you know, the coaching staff that they can trust me every time out. And when we get to the postseason, I want that ball um, to win us some games and, and hopefully hold that trophy over our head. And uh, that's been a goal, a lifelong goal of my of my life. And uh, there's no reason why the work ahead of me and, and the work that I've earned to this point shouldn't be continued. And, and uh, that's where that chip on my shoulder is coming from is, is – there's always something to do. There's always something to prove. And, and I was given a reason why, um, why I, why I should be in the big leagues. And, and that's really, um, <laughs> I think that's really a, a, a bad thing for hopefully uh, my opponents, because I, I was given a reason why I couldn't pitch in the big leagues. And I, and I saw the way out and I don't want to, uh, I don't want to be out and I wasn't pitching well. And, and I, I got a definite chip on my shoulder with, with a reason why I should be here. And, and uh, it's, it's a lot of fun, and, and I'm going to try to ride that wave. All right. Do you realize if we were doing this interview like a month ago, I'd be talking about how you guys can't hit, you guys can't pitch, you can't beat anybody, you're 0-6. And now we're having this conversation with the best winning percentage in all in baseball. When you talk about riding this wave, just how crazy has this wave been where you went from you can't win a game to now you're the best team in baseball? Well, I know this. I know. 
I know, I know there's, there's really no waves in the Bay area, but for whatever reason, this side of the Bay is absolutely ripping right now. Um, I think, I think the whole Bay area is ripping. I mean, we got the guys across the Bay from us that are playing well too, playing good baseball. So, um, for whatever reason, we, you know, we're playing really well. And, and you know what? The camaraderie on this team is, is something I've never been a part of. And uh, I, I think that attributes to a lot of it. And we never feel like uh, we're out of a game. We never feel like, um, you know, even when we get it handed to us from time to time, you know, even early in the season, we never, we never lost our commitment to each other. We never lost our commitment to just playing the game as it should be and, and understanding that we got 162 and, um, yeah, we feel good right now, but we want to, we want to continue to ride this ship and, and win the division. And there's, I mean, well, for whatever reason, like I said, is, is this Bay area is absolutely ripping. It's got some great waves and we're all catching them. So it's a lot of fun. So it's your fiance. Who's the surfer? Oh yeah. She's definitely the surfer. She's definitely the surfer. We went to Costa Rica in December and she brought her board. She surfed and, um, you know, we just had a, had a good time down there and, uh, but yeah, no, she's, she's the surfer. She's actually, uh, potentially going to be covering the Japan, uh, Japan pro, um, sometime in July, uh, for the world, uh, or so yeah, for the world surf league. So that's going to be cool. Yeah. I used to surf in high school and then I just, at some point in my life, Cole, I just realized it's just too much work. <laughs> it's exhausting. It is. I mean, it's exhausting. Paddling I, back I go, out I go, over, I over there, again. Oh, I go out there just to paddle, and by the time I get past the first break, I'm going, oh no, um, um, yeah, I got to sit out here for a little bit, and then I look, I, and then I feel like I look like a beached whale. So, um, you know, for for a shark, like I look like a healthy snack out there. So I, I, that's when I decide to paddle it in. Yeah, I'm, for, be- I'm better off. I'm better off in a boat catching tuna or or whatever else is out there i like being in a boat but surfing uh just i'm gonna leave that i'm gonna leave that to Kristen. yeah so i'm i'm originally from san diego so every all-star break i'll get a beach house down there and and, and i'm at a point where i just put my kids on boogie boards and i help them ride (laughs) ride waves and i'm like i'm good I, i don't need to go all the way out again Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, that and that's and Kristen went to and, and surfed at uh, University of San Diego. So, um, you know, she she's got a lot of experience with it, and and uh, she's cracking up at, at at the lingo I'm trying to use. But she's she's trying to help me in the best way possible too. But uh, yeah, no, it's it's a lot of fun, and and I enjoy going out with her. But at the same time, I <laughs> at the same time I know where I know where I need to stop. Well, I, I got to tell you, it, it's been a treat ever since we got to meet you and to see what you did in spring training, to see what you're doing now. It, it's been fantastic to watch. And I can't thank you enough for baseball games that are two hours and 18 minutes because you pound the strike zone and uh, we're not sitting here for three and a half to four hours. So thank you for that. Keep up the great work. <laughs> Keep winning, and you're doing a wonderful job. And congratulations on this unbelievable start. Be safe and be healthy. Awesome. Thanks for having me on the show. And, yeah, I'll try to keep those games short like you asked. Cole Irvin is a good interview. So is Elvis Andrus, already one of the most popular guys in the A's clubhouse. Here is the A's shortstop. It's great to have you on the program again. How have you been? I've been good, man. I've been good. 
you know, the last time we talked to you, it was right after the deal was made, and you said one of the reasons why you love the idea of coming to Oakland is to win. And when you look up today at the standings, you guys have the best record in the American League. How does that feel? Feel amazing, man. Uh, uh, you know, just being able to be in the top, and you know, I think as a team, we haven't we haven't hit the top yet, so. Really, really pleased and really blessed and happy, you know, to where we are as a team right now. And we know that we still got a, you know, a few months to go. But, you know, so far, so far, so good. You know, when you have a 13-game winning streak, obviously it's a situation where you feel like you can't lose coming to the ballpark every day. But once that streak ends, how important is it to keep winning and keep that momentum after the streak? No, it's important. I think that, especially after the first, um, you know, the way it started the season, losing those six games, uh, and then winning 13, you know, it kind of like a roller coaster. That, that you kind of don't want it that way. You want to be more consistent. But I think after that streak, uh, a lot of the guys were, like, actually relieved that they can go and, you know, concentrate and just, you know, continue the winning series instead of trying to win every single day, uh, which is still our mentality. But, uh you know, it feels good, you know, to, to after that streak, uh, we've been able to win in series and, and play good ball. You know, you, you've been an Ironman in so far, and when the last time we talked to you, you talked about how you change your workout routine, like you stopped doing squats and you, you change how you prepared for the season. Are you seeing the benefit of your off-season workouts? It feels better, for sure. I mean, I'm able to play every day, which is amazing. I uh, couldn't. You know, I couldn't do that last year through my back issues. So this year I've been able, you know, to to go out there every single day. Uh, you know, it's been a challenging year because, like I say, I have to change everything, you know, from my workouts to, like, the way I'm approaching the game. And, you know, it's still uh, uh, progressing on that process. But, uh, but I feel good, man. Physically, I feel good. And there's a few, you know, back-to-back day games that, for sure hurt, but uh, you know, as long as I can go out there and, and and be part of the winning every single day, you know, everything matters. You, you know, your offense hasn't hit its stride yet, but how important is it that you always focus on defense? Because obviously, shortstop is one of the most important positions on the field. It is, man. It is a it is a two way game. You know, it's not only about my offense, especially like you mentioned. You know, I have him. I haven't been able to click it yet so far this year, but, you know, just keep working hard every single day with a hitting coach and, and with the guys and, you know, just believing, you know, I've been doing, been doing this for too long and I know sooner or later it's going to happen. But defense have to be there, man. You have to, as a shortstop, you have to bring it every single day and, and, and do the best you can do to, you know, help preventing runs and, and maintain a nice infield. And, I mean, with this infield that we had, it's kind of easy to do it. Yeah, and, and, and I've been curious to ask you this because you played against the A's so much, and you played against Chapman, you played against Olsen, and it feels like Jed Lowry has never left, and you played against Jed Lowry. What's it like now to be in the infield with these guys? It's pretty awesome, man. Uh, you know, those guys are pretty good. I mean, especially the corner guys are, you know, best of the best uh, right now in baseball. And, you know, it's, it's actually – motivate me you know to to bring it every single day uh those guys have so much energy and they bring it every single day to the table so 
you know, you feed off, you know, their energy and, and everything they want to accomplish. And, you know, it's been a lot of fun so far, man. Well, you heard what a great manager Bob Melvin is. Now what is it like to play for him? No, it's been amazing. Uh, now I get it. You know, it's, it's kind of like a small sample. Uh, plus, I kind of like a little upset that I haven't that I haven't tried offensively because I want to make him. You know, I want to. I want him to see from from his own eye. You know, from the home team, uh, what I what I'm capable offensively. Things that I did. You know, against him, I, I want to show him that so bad. But uh, it's been amazing, man. He, he's always relaxed. Uh, he's there to support each member of the team, and you know, he's not gonna panic. He's you know, he's been done this for too long, and he knows how to trust their players, and, and I think that's something that you don't really find uh, too often now in the big league. You know, it, it, you played against A's teams back in the day. They never ran. They never stole bases. And now this team is stealing bases partially because of what you've brought to the team. Just talk about how there's just been a, a big change on when you guys get on base. That stealing, it, it's been a lot. You guys are doing it. And it's been a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, for sure, man. I think that I mean, that's one of the things that I asked. I remember uh, a few of the guys uh, in spin training and even to the manager, like, why why don't we run more often? Like, you know, it's not like we have the most speed in the league, but, I mean, you know, guys like, you know, Laureano, Kana, uh, and the rest, they can steal, man. They got they got really good uh, speed, and, and, and that's what we kind of, like, emphasize a lot, and, and they do it. I mean, without me being here, I know they they really good at they really do a good job on being aggressive on you know, the base pad, and I think I just kind of like you know brought my experience and you know talking to uh, Laureano, he asked me so many questions team training. And I'm just trying to help and you know same with the same with the other guys and you know just being able to be there for them and show them that you don't need to be super fast and it's, it's more about being smart and, and see the details when you're in the bases uh, and trying to pick everything the game gives you. It makes a lot, you know. It makes stolen the base a lot easier, and, and I mean, Laureano <laughs> took it pretty fast. I mean, he stole like eight bases in a week, and you know, it's been amazing just see him and and kind of stealing the bases. It's, it's, I love that, you know. That really gives me chills, you know, to see my teammates being aggressive and stealing bases. How about the past couple of days for Ramon Laureano? He's been a human highlight film. No, that kid is electric, man. Uh, uh, and I always tell him, especially when we play against, uh, he always, you know, he loves to talk. He, it's, not, it's not a surprise by, by no one that he loves to talk, he loves to ask. And I think that's one of the reasons why he's such an, a great player. He's becoming and getting better every single year. But he is electric, man. He can do it all. He can do it, you know, at defense. He can steal a homer. He can get anyone out on the bases. And at the same time, he can come up to the plane, hit a homer like he did a couple of days ago, steal a base, score from second. And, 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 and I think that's what makes him, you know, the player that he is. You know, he, he played with a, with a great edge. He had, brings a lot of energy to the table. And, and I'm just hoping he can stay healthy and just continue to grow. Yeah, I, I got this stat on your bullpen. Your bullpen right now is 6-0 and with a 2.28 ERA and has converted – all eight save chances. Just talk about playing behind these guys. How good the bullpen has been for you this year? Yeah, I mean, there's, you know, it's nothing new. I mean, believe me, I've faced them for the past three, four years, and every time you, you know, they hit the bullpen, it's, it's, 
it's not good loss. It, you know, it's not a good meal for for the other team. Uh, and they know that. They they work hard. Their work ethic is unbelievable. They're pretty tight in the bullpen. I think that's their biggest strength. You know, they're really tight. I've never seen a tightest pitching group in my career. You know, in my career like this one. And and they fit each other. You know, they help each other. They they if somebody's not doing good, everybody have their back. Everybody's there for them. And I think that's one of the biggest qualities this team has. You know, we saw the ball club honor Marcus Simeon yesterday, and it was pretty cool. And I know you know Marcus real well. And it makes me think about you. What do you think it's going to be like for you to go back and play there in Arlington, Texas? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, it, it was cool. It was cool to see that. It was cool to see the the love and the recognition from you know, from your old team, like they did to Marcus yesterday. Uh, I mean, that kid did amazing things for Oakland the past few years, and he deserved it. You know, he's a great guy to talk and cool guy to watch grow also. But I don't know, man. I don't know how it's going to be for me. Uh, it's going to be a lot of emotion for sure. You know, pretty much my whole career there since I was 20 or like 17 years old there. But uh, I don't know. You know, I don't want to – I don't want to uh, – move forward I, you know I, I need to stay day by day right now and then get my game going on and, and feel comfortable again and then we'll see when we get there in June hey well it's great to have you on again and keep it rolling man because you guys are winning a lot of games and a lot of games early which is really going to help propel you through the summer so be well be safe and healthy and we'll talk to you soon all right brother take care man have a good day and last but not least is truly my favorite I could talk pitching with Scott Emerson all day long. Truly one of the best pitching coaches and mental coaches in all of the game. Here is Emo. Emo, how are you? How's life treating you? Life's going good, Tony. How are you doing? I'm doing well, and I think you've got to be really proud of the way your guys have performed this year because I think when you look at your guys' record and I think where you are, it's because of your pitching staff. Well, I think, you know, it's a, it's a total team effort, as you know, in this game. You know, you win a lot of games uh, in, in many different areas on the field, and, and pitching's just one part of the, of the game. You know, we, we get great defense from our guys, and, and our offense uh, scores runs when we need to, and, and we just play solid overall team baseball, in my opinion. You know, when, when I look at your staff and, and I think about what you're throwing out there every single day, you're throwing out somebody who's going out to compete, somebody who's going out to win. And I don't think we see that with every single team. Just talk about how every one of your, every one of your starters is they're out there to win the game. Well, you know, I, I think one of the things that, uh, you know, I, I like from our starters are that, you know, they, they are guys that go out there and just want to keep us in the game go as hard as they can, as long as they can. And, um, you know, they're, they're all focused at, uh, you know, doing better than the next guy and having healthy competition. And they're, they're not about the, the, the statistical battles. They're about trying to, you know, keep us in the game to win the game. And, and for me, that's what uh, baseball is all about, is at the end of the day, uh, do you win or do you lose? And, uh you know, I've always heard that old saying, well, was it sometime, it's not how you uh, play the game or whatever that old saying was. I started thinking um, it's not if you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But in, in reality, it's winning. At the big league level, it's all about winning. So, you know, 
you just go out there, you know, Bassett the other day gave up some runs early and he just kept battling and battling and he kept us in the game and he actually left the game with a chance to win the game. So that's, you know, those are the competition uh, I like to see out of our guys. Yeah, because that's the thing. It's like we, we've now conditioned these pitchers that if you give up a couple runs, we're going to pull you. And the reality is you've got to battle through it, work through the adversity, and give me some innings and give me a chance to win. And that's what I've liked about you know a couple of starts that we've seen lately is that it, it, there's not going to be the quick hook, and you've got you to battle through it and get through it. Yeah, you know, I think that's, uh, you know, also trying to keep your bullpen fresh. You know, if you're constantly quick hooking guys uh, and you're using your bullpen, you're just taxing and wearing out your bullpen. So, you know, I think that, you know, you know if you're down a couple runs and the guy is throwing the ball well and he made one mistake, I mean, that doesn't deserve a guy, you know, coming out of a game, in my opinion. And uh, Skip's done a great job of that, managing that, and, uh, you know, We've had some guys that given up some runs early, but they've they've stayed focused throughout the rest of the game, and they've shut the door down, and we've won some games because of it. You know, I've wanted to ask you about the the the, the number one hundred. Like, why why are we so consumed with a hundred pitches? Why is it not ninety five? Why is it not one ten, one fifteen? Like, is there any science that's out there that says, okay, guy gets around a hundred pitches, now we got to worry? Well, you know, I think more so it's uh, you know the number of times through the batting order that you're looking at, and generally when a guy gets to seventy five to a hundred uh, pitches, he's looking at going through the meat of the order for a third time. So you know, sometimes you don't you don't want those certain pitchers going through the order a fourth time. But you know, you, you ask pitchers to throw three pitches or less, uh, you'll settle for four pitches or less, and you'll even take five pitches or less per hitter. That's kind of what you know I've always preached, and that's 15 pitches per inning. And you multiply that by nine, that's 135, if my math is correct. So you know, if a guy's cruising along, you know, I don't see why we can't do that, but. Um, you know how how the game has changed and how people get scrutin scrutinized for uh, taking pitchers sometimes over over a hundred pitches. But generally, when a guy's throwing good and he's at a hundred pitches, they'll, they'll keep going. If you do look at the statistics, between a hundred and one fifteen is actually pretty good uh, numbers for pitchers because that means they're pitching pretty good if they go back out there after a hundred. Yeah, and I think about one guy that I, I it's been a real treat to watch him pitch has been Cole Irvin. And to watch him pound the strike zone with quality strikes, it, it's so refreshing to see always in a, in a pitcher's count, uh, going after the hitters, utilize your defense. Talk about what you've seen with this left-hander. Well, you know, uh, I mean, you've heard me say it a million times probably now. I would have said a thousand, but we're probably getting close to a million. That hitting <laughs> time and pitching is disruption of timing. And Cole does that really well. You know, he threw, I think, last game, he only threw like two breaking balls. It was fastball changeup, uh, you know, disrupting their timing, moving his fastball around. And if you can move your fastball around the different quadrants and different areas of the plate, those are those are different pitches as well. You can get it close to his eyes. You can throw it down and away. Uh, that's also a changing speed, uh, effective velocity. You know, a ball that appears at your eyes looks faster than a ball that's farther away from your eyes so he does that really well moves the ball around and that's called pitching you know obviously 
you know, if a guy throws 95 to 100, you still want him to be pitching. And, uh, you know, Cole's 90 to 95, uh, and he can pitch. He moves his ball around and disrupts timing. So it, it's, it's great to see a guy that can go out there and do that, you know. The fastball usage is declining in, in the game, and that's because everybody's worried about throwing it as hard as they can. But at some point in time, they decide, well, I can't throw it for a strike, so I got to throw a breaking pitch. And that's, you know, that's the one thing we stress is when you're going to throw a fastball, you still need to know where it's going and, uh, you know, location over velo. But we'll take velo and, and location all at the same time. That's just, it's bizarre to me. Why would we be seeing less fastballs than we've ever seen before? Well, you know, when you take a, when you're, you know, pushing your body to the limit and you're trying to throw it as hard as you can, uh, you got to sacrifice something and that's location. So, uh, you know, it's a little bit different when you can spin a baseball, uh, you know, you spin a baseball at your release point, generally it's going to land somewhere in that box or below the box slightly for a you know, probable swing and miss. But when it comes to that fastball command, these guys, you know, a lot of guys just don't want to throw it uh, because they don't know where it's going, in my opinion. The guys that do know where it's going, they'll throw it 60 65% of the time. Uh, the guys that don't, they end up going to some sort of spin and, and, you know, trying to get the hitter to get themselves out. But, you know, I still like the guys that know where it's going. When you're going to throw it, know where it's going. Well, that's the thing that I love about Yasmero Petit is he's not afraid and he's going to go out there and he is going to battle. What, what's it like coaching this guy who's willing to take the ball every single day? Well, it, it's, it's, a, it's a pleasure. You know, uh, the one thing about Hughes is his work ethic. You know, he's, he's out on the field early getting his, uh, getting his conditioning in, working on his, uh, his arm. You know, if you've noticed, you've seen probably a little bit more below uh, 87s and 88s this year because he's out making sure he's in shape and and uh, you know he's just working at his delivery, working at his timing, and he does a great job of leading by example. And 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 no and no doubt about it. And the thing is too, it's like not only is he helping you guys on the field, but how he helps guys in their careers off the field. If you could speak to that. Yeah, I mean he's just a a, uh, a great uh a leader you know you 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 know not all leaders have to be vocal you know use just goes about his daily business he does his work he has a great routine and guys notice that and and guys go up and talk to him about it and you know like i said he's just a guy that goes out there knows what it takes to get himself ready uh his body his mind and uh, it rubs off on other people you know, Ray Fossey ran into Trevor Rosenthal recently, and Trevor said he's ahead of schedule. What, what, what can you tell us about Trevor and when we might be able to see him? Well, Ray's probably got a little bit more info than me on that one. <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, I, I just, uh, you know, talked to Rosie and just, you know, it's not easy when you when you have an injury at, at, to this degree and you've got to sit out a lot of time. You know, the one thing that we're going to do is just, you know, continue to, to worry about his health and his, and his mindset. And when he's ready, Tony, he's going to be ready. And, and hopefully it's ready uh, sooner than later. Yeah. And I think about what, what, what that will mean to your ball club. I mean, if you can get him back and he's the same guy that we saw last year in Kansas city and San Diego, what would that mean? 
Oh, it, it, it's it's exceptional. I mean, that's like acquiring a a, a stud at the uh, trade deadline. I mean, this guy has got all the tools. He's been in those situations, and you know, the one thing is he's been a closer. You know, that's been his job. You know, right now we're we're piecing it together with with Lou and, and Deke, and uh, they're doing a great job uh, together uh, doing it. But you know, they've never really done it before. So when you get somebody back into the mix that has done it before you're able to push your other guys back into where they've been comfortable so that'll be exciting times yeah and and i i think you're real proud of, of deekman and trevino it's it, it's a next man up mentality and both these guys have, have carried it when as you said they'd never done it before yeah i mean it, it's 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 not easy it's it's different that's like you know, you take a, a guy who's hit in the seven hole his whole career and you move him up to the three hole and he's going to start getting pitched a little bit different. You know, it always seems like when you, uh, you know, you're closing, it's like, oh, geez, the, the, the meat of the order is always coming up. So, you know, I think our guys, those two guys have done a great job and they'll continue to do a great job for us. You know, it's going to be refreshing to get back into the ALS because I've been joking on the postgame show, and you guys have been gone. And I'm like, it's like we got transferred to the AL East. It's like we've been playing the AL East every game. And then a little bit of the Central, just how nice is it going to be to be back in division? Well, you know, it's, it's you know, we've played the Astros seven times, and we're playing them tonight uh, for three. So we'll have ten games in division without playing anybody else in the division. That's a little – uh ironic to me but uh you know you get back into some familiarity with uh guys you know and ballparks you've been to a lot of the time maybe some comfort areas for some guys so you know our guys will just go out and play baseball i guess that's the best thing you know just go out every day and and see where we're at and let's end on this we're getting closer to having uh an answer for you on the bats as the athletic is looking into the bats talking how the the bats are definitely different than they used to be. So your theory, hopefully soon, we will prove is right. And that as much as we talk about the baseball, we need to start talking about the bats. Hey, hey, you don't have to prove it to me. I, I, I watch it and live it every day. I've been saying that for three or four years now. It's just a, it, it's a different, it's, a, it's way different than what I played. I can say that. Well, we miss seeing you, buddy. Hope all is well, and we'll talk soon. Sounds good. Thanks for having me. Well, I want to thank Cole Irvin, Elvis Andrus, and Scott Emerson for stopping by A's Cast Live. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 